Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another episode. This week, we talked a lot about E3 and uh, Nintendo's new announcements. We talked about the Zelda Game & Watch, the Breath of the Wild sequel, the Windows 11 leak, a lot of new Sonic announcements. And uh, then we reviewed The Iron Giant, best movie ever, uh, absolute chad of a movie. Timestamps are listed out down below, so you can skip around if you want to, you know, skip a certain part or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part. Uh, follow us on social media. That's all linked down below. Follow me on Twitter and TikTok. Follow Jake on, on Twitch, on Twitter, everywhere. He isn't streaming currently, but when he does, uh, you want to be there. And, uh, of course, subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. Turn on notifications. Turn on automatic downloads. And, um, yeah, let's just jump right into it. I don't know if you saw this, but Jeff Bezos is going into space. And I say good. If I can keep him there. I did not see this. Going to space for 11 minutes? 11 minutes. Yeah, that's that's strangely it's like that's like a a strange like like why 11? Why not like 10 or 15? I don't know. Yeah, that is a weirdly specific amount of time to like plan ahead for. Like if they were like, oh, you know, we were going to go for 15. But, you know, you know, Jeff got a headache. So we're we're going home early. (laughs) Like I I get that like 10 minutes. And then, you know, he was just amazed by the site. So they stayed a little bit long. Like I get that. But like planning 11 minutes, that's just. That that's psychopath behavior. Hold on, eleven minutes. Maybe he's working with Microsoft on Windows Eleven. Oh, it all ties together. It all ties together. It all ties together. There's no more Cortana. There will now be Alexa. So apparently, it's him and some other you know billionaire people paying to go up with them. They're going into like the absolute lowest like orbit. That can be considered outer space. Oh, okay. So they're they're basically cheating. (laughs) It's like, you know, he he ran eleven laps, but he also cut all of the corners and didn't even run. It's like, yeah, you know, he he did it, but like, I mean, did he? I don't know. I I think it should go deeper into space. Like I. You know, why are why are we drawing the line so low? You know, I, I say send him to Pluto. Let him figure out how to get back. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll make um, um maybe he'll make uh, an Amazon center on Pluto. <laughs> you know what? If Jeff Bezos is so great, if he's truly earned his, you know, hundred billion dollars, he, he is a genius enough to figure out his way back. If we just put him on Pluto, a little bit of a, a little bit of a timeout. So anyway, yeah, Jeff Bezos going into space with his little dick rockets. I, I know the last time uh, Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos's like SpaceX uh, competitor was brought up. Uh, we, we, we could not stop talking about how the rockets are penis shaped, but like those rockets are so fucking penis shaped oh my god (laughs) they are (laughs) like it's it's a meme to be like oh you can tell that rockets were designed by men because they look like penises but like that 
that just plays into the stereotype so hard. Yeah, in short, Jeff Bezos, um, you know, have have higher ambitions. Go further into space. Uh, go go further than any man has gone. And don't come back. Another news story that I wanted to talk about uh, is proof that uh, capitalism is a scam of a system that could collapse at any moment. So McDonald's has a, a few different distinct shapes of chicken nuggets that they sell. And one uh, nugget that someone got in their meal did not fit any of those shapes. It was shaped like the character um, Amogus from the hit game Amogus. So have you, Jake, have you seen this story? Yeah, how it's like, it's like, it's going up for auction. It's like, it's sort of shaped like the, the, the little alien guys from um, Among Us. So of course it sells for $100,000. In in addition to being part of VTS, you know, this, this isn't any Was ordinary this? nugget. This isn't any ordinary oh, this. nugget. This is the limited edition BTS Among Us nugget. Oh God! This was in the BTS meal. Oh, that's that's so perfect. Yeah. Okay. I saw on like on I'm not sure if it was Instagram or something, but there were like girls crying because there was like this one girl crying because she uh her father used the BTS cup <laughs> for worms. Oh, for I saw that. <laughs> I I saw pictures of uh, it was like. Uh, listings on like ebay or something people were like selling the bags from the bts meal yep yeah that that just proves anything can be scalped yeah the the uh, the among us nugget i don't know i i know that i should not be allowed to run a major corporation like that because if i was mcdonald's if i was in that situation i would just like i wouldn't sell among us shaped nuggets but I would like make a few and then kind of, you know, distribute them to people I know and then, you know, have them be like, oh, look, I found this Among Us nugget. And then they sell them all for $100,000 each. And then we just kind of pool that wealth and we have a nice vacation. Yeah, I don't know. The, the fact that uh, uh, an Among Us shaped chicken nugget sold for again a hundred thousand dollars more than most people's entire like yearly salary that 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 breaks me that it's that has melted my brain it's like uh it's like the lottery basically well it's like the it's like that meme capitalism breeds innovation capitalism mcdonald's chicken nugget shaped like among us character sells for a hundred thousand dollars that's the <laughs> that's the kind of innovation that capitalism breeds i don't know i've said this before and i will say it again the economy peaked when you could throw a, a, a leather sack full of gold coins on the on the on the bar counter and and be like your finest ale sir like the 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 leather sack full of gold coins is the peak of money I keep seeing ads on YouTube that I don't know if you get these, but it's this fucking like Bitcoin credit card. And it's like no, Bitcoin, the-, the best money we've ever had. And now you can like carry it on a on a credit card, I guess. And it's like, no, Bitcoin is not the best money we've ever had. It is a mere shadow of what the leather sack full of gold coins was at its peak. 
the only ads that I get on YouTube is like this War of Kingdoms, like this really shitty mobile game, Coinbase, um, Liberty Mutual, and I I think that's it. Cause I like I have ad block on my PC. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I don't use ad block. Stupid, Maybe I stupid, should. The stupid vaping ads. Those two. The the metal monsters. Yeah, I you know I hate ad personalization. Because it like it takes so much of your information and then it's not even like that accurate. Right. Like I I okay, so I turned off ad personalization on my Google account, but like I'm right pretty now, sure I'm I'm pretty sure some of the ads are still personalized, even if I turned it off. I don't know. It feels like they are. Like I get like Prager U ads. Cause oh, yeah, I, guess, I get those sometimes. I guess because I'm into politics. And it's like, well, you you kind of you're in the ballpark, but you're way off still, in terms of like ads that uh, are are good to serve me. I get the I get the Ben Shapiro like leftism is brainwashing your school children like ad, and it's so cringy every time. I hate Ben Shapiro's voice. I just hate him. <laughs> ben Shapiro does not pass the vibe check. What ass p word? No, another ad that I got on YouTube. This was a couple days ago now, but it was, uh, I guess it was like a sex ed thing. It was like a an ad for like this like sex ed like YouTube channel or website or something. But it was, I guess, talking about like, um, it was like a question and answer thing. It was like, it does pulling out really work? And the the lady in the video was like, no, well, withdrawal. Uh, also known as pulling out does not work blah 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 and it was like there's like a diagram on screen and it was like fully illustrated sexual intercourse and i was so floored by that just 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 like how like how how did it even get on like how is this on youtube as an ad and why is it being served to me i think like there's, it, there's it a left page me on twitter like, I know that that ad was designed to answer uh, young people's questions, but it gave me more questions than it could ever have answered. Like, it was, like, when I mean, like, illustrate, like, I I don't mean it was like, oh, you know, a banana and a grapefruit or whatever. It was a, a fully illustrated penis with veins, going inside of like a vagina with like stubble and everything and I, like i don't get like uncomfortable like by like like sex and stuff like like in movies and tv and what and, and stuff like it, it doesn't bother me but i was just floored by that being an ad on youtube right but yeah so anyway Mc, uh, the mcdonald's among us nugget my main takeaway from that is that uh, everything from the economy to to life itself is is utterly meaningless. If a McDonald's chicken nugget can sell for a hundred thousand dollars, I really wish that I could get a hundred thousand dollars from a chicken nugget. <laughs> they're they're barely worth the like half a penny that they they, they normally sell for because it's not even food. Uh, do you want to get to the uh, E3 stuff? All right. So E3. So from what I've heard, because I only watched Nintendo's E3. I really didn't give a crap about any of the others. But from what I heard online, 
all of the other E3s were complete garbage. Um, except for, like, a couple of things here and there. So, and of course, you know, I'm a huge Nintendo fan. I mean, I, I think I looked at my, get my, my physical game collection. I think, like, over 75% of it is Nintendo. Um, anyways, so, first things first, we got a new Smash character from Tekken. I could care less. We now have four... We, have, we now have four characters from different fighting games. So, you know, I, we go through all these trailers, right? And, like, every every single trailer, they kill, you know, they kill off a character. So, like, in the Ridley trailer, it was, like, Mario, and it was um, Mega Man. And then in the Simon Belmont trailer, it was Luigi. You know, h- how many characters have they killed off during these presentations? I want, I want like, a like a tally. Is this, is this just a battle royale? Of, who, of who's still alive. Okay, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't uh, watch the whole thing. So, so they 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 killed off characters in this uh, Smash trailer. Yeah, they killed um, they killed Ganondorf, Captain Falcon, which that that really fucking hurts because they haven't released an F Zero game since like two thousand four. Captain Falcon, that's my favorite Marvel character. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's see here. They killed off Pit, Min Min, uh, Marth. He was going to kill off Kirby, but Kirby just kind of floated away. <laughs> so, new Smash character. Don't really give a crap about it. Yeah, uh, if it's not Z- Waluigi or Doom Guy, oh I God. simply uh, don't care. Oh my God. Uh, the Zelda Game & Watch. Super, super cool. It has Zelda 1, Zelda 2, and Link's Awakening, as well as... I, I, I'm not sure what the what the other game is called. Uh, Vermin. That's what it is. It's Vermin. Um, Nintendo did this last year for Mario's 35th anniversary. They did a Game & Watch for Mario, and it was really, really cool. Um, I'm definitely going to be getting this one. And pre-orders are available now. They're, you know... Whenever, whenever, you, put the, whenever you put the episode out, Alex... They are available right now on Amazon, so I'd pre-order those before they all get bought up by scalpers. Yeah. The, okay, so yeah, for $50, the Zelda Game & Watch is a pretty good value, just like, you know, as a collectible that you can, like, also play games on. So awesome. I feel so fortunate to live in a time where, like, what used to be, like, the pinnacle of computer graphics is now just, like, a, a little, like, pocket game. Right, Yeah. Like, like when this game came out, it was like the absolute like peak of like home video game entertainment. And it was then, huge because it was like the first game in the U.S. that had a battery backup. Yeah. And like the the game and watch of, of that time was like a little like LCD screen that alternates between like two frames. Yeah. Think think of like the like the uh, oh, God, I can't think of it uh, like a calculator or like the the tiger games. You remember those, right? Remember oh, the, the really yeah. shitty tiger games. They those, still sell those, those by the store way. Games. Yeah, they still sell those. Uh they're <clears throat> they're definitely way more expensive than they have any business being. Like I don't I don't know this. I have never like bought one, but I just know that they're way too expensive. Uh let's see here. There's a transfer Okay, they retail for $15. Yeah, see even that I don't too much. Too much for the for 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 what it is too much for re-releasing the same shit from the 90s yeah this is okay so this is on uh walmart it's 18 dollars. it's 
the uh, X-Men Project X uh, Tiger game. This is, I guess, it, it's like it's from the vault, it says. So it's like a vintage thing, but it's like recently manufactured. It's straight up. It just looks like old stock. Like it, it literally looks like they just repackaged old stock. So, yeah, it's it's great how far we've come. So yeah, the Zelda Game & Watch looks so cool. Anyway, more uh, Nintendo E3 stuff. Yes. Super Monkey Ball. Oh, my God. I love Super Monkey Ball so much. Now, I would say like two, like one or two weeks ago, I bought the first one for the GameCube. At GT Games, they had the first and the second one. Um, I wish I could... <laughs> honestly, I wish I could just sell the first one. Because it doesn't matter. Because this new one, it's remasters of 1, 2, and Deluxe with all the mini games that they had. So... Yeah, that that's gonna be good. Hopefully, it controls like the originals. Hopefully, they don't mess it all up. Yeah, I've never played Super Monkey Ball, so I might have to pick this one up. Oh, it's fantastic! So instead of actually controlling the monkey and the ball itself, you actually control the entire stage. So oh, you tilt okay. The stage. Yeah. It's oh, pretty so cool. it's like the little game where you—it's like the ball and the maze, like the little party favor game, but like good, I assume. Kind of. Yeah, I guess. There's different monkeys that you can choose, and they have their own different weight and handling and abilities and stuff. The original games well, that sounds were pretty cool, actually. Uh, let's see here. The original games were they were sponsored by Dole because you collect bananas, so all the bananas were Dole bananas. So it was just a bunch of Dole branding everywhere. Hey, you know, so that's, I wonder, that's some pretty good product integration. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna keep that. I'm not sure. I want more oh, of yeah. that. Like, like the um. Like in Mario Kart, how they had the partnership, and it's just like a regular, like yeah, it's just like car. It's just like an SUV, just a a midsize SUV alongside (laughs) Bowser's castle magic powered bone destroyer. I love it. I want. I want more of that. Oh, let's see here. Um. We got new WarioWare based, of course, on yeah, the Elon yeah, Musk we got character a, Wario. We got, God damn it. We got a new WarioWare, finally. Um, I think, I I don't know, was Wario, I'd have to look it up. Uh, they released for the 3DS WarioWare Gold, which I heard was like really, really good. But it's digital only, and that pisses me off because I want the physical version. I think it was released physically in Japan. I'm not sh- and I'm not sure if the WarioWare Gold if these are new mini games or they or these are all old mini games. I'd have to check. But anyways, uh new WarioWare. Super super hyped for it. Yeah, oh, I think this is, is a, uh this is the first is WarioWare version. they've released on Switch, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, they typically release one. They release one like every uh every system. Uh well, no, 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 that's that's a lie. They released two for yeah. the Game Boy. Well, it they took re- them took them long enough yeah it took them quite a while there is a physical version of wear gold for the 3ds but it's 62 dollars oh it come vi- on 62 dollars well well it was a, how it much was a is late- the digital version digital version is 40 it was it was a late launch it was a late launch title for the game that's why it's so expensive so is that like scalper prices or is that like what the msrp was no, no, all all three US games are MSRP. Uh, this is going off of Amazon's website. It's sixty three dollars. Mm. Okay. Um, anyways, finally, nineteen years, nineteen 
long ass years, we finally get a brand new 2D Metroid. Metroid Dread. So, if you know, well, you probably don't know this at all. So, Metroid Dread um, was actually teased in, um, oh gosh, what was it? It was Metroid, uh, it was Metroid 3, it was Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, which released for the Wii and like, I'm not sure when did it release. Uh, when did Metroid Prime 3 come out? Metroid Prime 3 came out in 2007. So, 14 years it has been teased that, hey, they're going to oh, wow. have this new game called Metroid Prime Dread. And the the thing that it said the thing that it said uh, for one of the logs it was the Metroid Project Dread is nearing completion, and this game was actually supposed supposed to originally come out on the DS. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yep. And it just took them just so long to get it out. Imagine it finally releases, and it still looks like it's coming out on the DS. <laughs> like they they did nothing to the graphics, and they're like, "Here you go." No, like, well, this, it, it, this is what we wanted, but like you know, <laughs> I think people would be happy otherwise, anyways, because they're just you know we. It's been such a long drought since a since a good original Metroid. We're not. I'm not counting the remake, um, of Samus Returns, which the people who did the remake for Samus Returns are working on the new one. Um, and it, it, it I'm not sure if you saw the trailers for it, but it 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 looks like it looks really really creepy. It has like a like a Metroid Fusion vibe, so there's like there's there's like this giant thing I can't I can't remember what it's called, um, but it's, it's like the, it, it's kind of like a giant white robot, kind of similar to similar to, to Glados, and um, it just follows you around and it tries to hunt you down, so you have to like constantly run away from it and turn invisible and hide from it while you're trying to explore and trying to escape escape this planet and try to survive and get upgrades and stuff. Metroid versus Adam from HR. <laughs> uh, all right, Let's see here, Mario Party Superstars. So Mario Party Superstars, it's five classic boards from the N sixty four games, as well as like a I think it's like a hundred mini games or something like that from the N sixty four games. It looks really really good, um, but it's sixty dollars, and yeah, you only so get this five is a full boards. release. This is a full release. This isn't a DLC or anything for Super Mario Party. Yeah, that that's weird. That Yeah, I don't like that. This is another but, example of Nintendo being scummy. Nintendo they're such a mixed bag. Well, the the thing is, Nintendo has been doing this for years with Mario Party where look, the GameCube was a great example. You had Mario Party 4, you know, released like 2003, then Mario Party 5 the year after, then 6, then 7. It was like boom, 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 right after another, and they were all full priced. But I mean, like nowadays, they have the ability to just make it a DLC. It's not hard yeah. to do. It's probably cheaper for them to just make it a DLC. Yeah, this this feels like if um they released Mario Kart and then they released the half of Mario Kart that's just like the retro tracks. You know, how like every Mario Kart game they have new um they have new tracks. And then they have one from like the Super Nintendo and one from right, the right. GameCube. It's 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 just release the whole release the full package. Yeah, well, okay, so, <laughs> so Especially this is after, what... from my understanding, Super Mario Party was like a lot a lot of people found it pretty like disappointing. I haven't played it, but I've heard a few opinions about it here and there. 
I heard it was pretty meh. It it was definitely better than nine and ten, but it was pretty meh. Um, and and you and you mentioning about the whole like releasing you know like certain sections of the game, you know like like at different price points or whatever. Capcom is really bad about this. So on the same exact day, they released Mega Man Legacy Collection one and two. So Mega Man Legacy Collection had Mega Man one through six, and then Legacy Collection two had seven through ten. Two completely separate games. Like, why? And you're supposed to get them all to have, you know, like, like the complete collection. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what, scummy. What baffles me even more is... Actually, Scott the Waz did a whole episode about this. Um, yeah, we'll link that in the description. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he, in that episode, he was mainly talking about, like, digital physical releases. It's like Overwatch oh where, where, yeah where they Overwatch, released a physical where you buy version the, but, the, it's, but it's just a download code or like what fortnite or apex is doing oh i hate that that's just so... like really stupid stuff yeah anyways so yeah so what they did is they released a physical version of the mega man you know uh the mega man legacy collection one and two and it, here's the thing it wasn't all on one cartridge you had the first half one through six on the cartridge then you had the second half as a download code. The cartridge is like 400 megabytes, and the download code is like 7 gigabytes. Oh yeah, I hate that. So so they put the smaller game on the cartridge and they force you to download the bigger game. That's such a, a small percentage to put on the cartridge. It, it just feels lazy. I know. It, <laughs> they're just ROMs. That's all they are. So I don't know what the big deal was with having to do that they they eventually fixed it with the Mega Man z uh, z and zx collection where everything was on one cart thank god and luckily the physical version of risk of rain 2 didn't do that uh physical version of risk of rain 2 it's risky it, it comes with risk of rain 1 and risk of rain 2 all on one cartridge yeah that uh, i i wish that they would like just use the whole cartridge because like i understand that the cartridges have a very limited amount of space. I get that. But they, they also do, the, and the they Switch cost also more. has Yeah, the Switch also has a very small amount of space. So why are you putting like half a gigabyte on this cartridge using barely any of its capacity and then expecting the user to just download the rest of the game? Yeah, that, that makes no sense at all. Didn't didn't L.A. Noir did that too? Didn't it L- do that? L.A. Noir, yeah, that one. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite as bad as like 500 megabytes on the cartridge. You know, the the rest on the as a download, but yeah, you have to download like at least half of the game, which is annoying. Right. And then uh, let's see here, what else? Um. They did that for Doom as well, but they were very, they were very smart about it. So the campaign is all in the cartridge, and then the multiplayer is just a separate like download update, which makes sense. That because, makes that makes perfect sense. Because not not everybody is gonna want to play the multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, it makes all sense right. to have the, the 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 like offline single player stuff on the you know offline cartridge. Yeah, LA Noir it was annoying because like the they they had you download so much of the game and it's not even like that worth it. 
Like if it was like GTA five, right. And they have like, you know, really good graphics and, 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 you know, so that, you know, takes up a lot of space. Like I, I understand like having to download a bunch of data, but this game just does not look or run particularly well. So it's like, why, why am I allocating, I think like 17 gigabytes of space on my, on my console for this game that looks like it came out in like 2008. Right. Well, they probably had, they had to downgrade it a whole bunch. Right. To yeah. To, to make it run on switch, but still it's just it doesn't feel like a very good port because like i mean doom runs fairly well on the switch and it doesn't look that bad doom is always like my like that that should be like where the bar is like it should be as good as or better looking and running than doom especially if it's an older game so the reason why doom is so good is because it's made by a studio called Panic Bu- uh, Panic Button, um, and they're known for taking like these big, huge ass games and making them run on the Switch. So some of the some of the examples is Doom, Rocket League, Warframe, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Doom Eternal, Apex Legends, Wolfenstein Two. Yeah, they've they've done a lot of work. Okay. Yeah, they should be like the go-to people for Switch ports then. Why don't they just run it through Handbrake to get the game smaller? <laughs> anyway, more E3 stuff? Yep, yep, more E3. Breath of the Wild 2. It basically looks like Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, and Breath of the Wild all together. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for a sequel because uh, I was uh, talking about this before we started recording, but... Zelda Breath of the Wild is one of two Zelda games that I have completed, like, ever. I've started a few of them, but Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild were the only ones that I've been able to, like, complete because Breath of the Wild just managed to, like, hold my attention so much. And it Mm -hmm. came out, like, four years ago now. 2017. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see what they do with the sequel. You know, having more time to, you know, optimize it, you know, maybe possibly make the world bigger, like make the, the, the map bigger. I don't know if they like necessarily need to, but they could. You know, I'm just excited about the potential for it. In addition to not being limited by the Wii U. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not because, having to do a Breath Wii U of the Wild was, was originally a Wii U game. Yeah. It I was, remember it, the the hype around it mm-hmm. when it when it was going to be like the, the, the next Zelda Wii U game. And I have the Wii U version. Yeah. Of Breath of the Wild. So here's something, here's something that you probably didn't know about me. I have never played a Legend of Zelda game or a Metroid game. Really? You yes, haven't? I, I haven't. I've just been collecting them. I haven't played, I haven't played a Metroid game. I haven't played a Zelda game at all. Well, now you got to answer for yourself. Why? How have you not played a, a Metroid or a Zelda game? Not to be fair, I haven't played a Metroid game, but I have played Zelda games. I, I'm just busy, man, or I'm just tired, or I don't want to play games. I, I don't know why. This nowadays, like, it's so hard to like sit down and play a game because I'm just so tired after work. I'd rather just like watch a video about games or listen to a podcast about games or you know just like the culture and stuff 
like I don't even really play games that much. I mean, well, that that's a lie. I play games every day, but I need to start going through my backlog. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Cold War. I've been playing with friends a lot of the times. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah, yeah, that's how I am too. I I have a lot of stuff that I've started, never completed, and I I play games a lot. I just I play like a couple that I like alternate between. Right. But yeah, I will definitely be blazing through the the Breath of the Wild sequel. I'm so so hyped for it. Also, the Skyward Sword remake, which I I don't like it being, you know, as expensive as it is having features locked behind an amiibo. But still, I I'm I, I'll I'll probably check it out because I never played the original. Yeah, and, I never uh, played it either. If I'm gonna play it, I'm Obviously. gonna play the the <laughs> Switch version with you know with upgraded graphics. I think. And, uh, you know, better controls because you're not swinging a Wii remote around. Right. So I've been wanting to get Twilight Princess, but I don't know if I splurge and I get the Wii U version or I go on the cheap end to get the Wii version. Because the Wii U version is the HD version. Yeah. Just um, play the, the GameCube ROM. Uh, we don't with a, with a copy of the game, with, with, which you legally own. Legally own. <laughs> Here, let me look up uh, Twilight Princess. Okay, so the GameCube version of the game, complete in box, is $107. Oh, geez. Twilight Princess HD for the Wii U is $73. The Wii, the Wii version of Twilight Princess, $15. Hmm. So I don't know if I go expensive and I get the HD version, or I just play the... um the Wii version and just play it through my Wii U through HDMI. I feel like that'd probably be the better option. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It'll, it'll be nice to have button controls, but I'm okay with waggling a Wii remote. I mean, I did it for galaxy too. So, well, I mean, assuming that there's not going to be another remake, at least for a, a really long time. Uh, I'd say the Wii U one, like, you know, as a collector and also just in terms of like general gameplay experience, I'd say the Wii U version is probably the one that you'd want to go with. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably, I'll have, I'll have to find it eventually, because for some reason they're really hard to find. I have no idea why. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Advance Wars 1 and 2 reboot. Um, this isn't made by Nintendo, this is made by, um, Way Forward, which these guys are known for making the Shantae series. So, I, I'm not sure if you remember Advance Wars at all. These were released for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I've never played that. I I was a DS kid. I was I was a little uh, bougie. Yeah, no, I, I was a I was a DS 3DS kid as well. Advance Wars, it's like a it's kind of like a like a tactics game, like XCOM or the Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. It's kind of similar to that, but you're in tanks. Is it is it as good as the Zack and Cody Game Boy Advance game? Oh yeah, you could talk about that. Your <laughs> sealed copy. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I never mentioned this on the show, but um yeah, I was at Rite Aid getting my COVID vaccine, you know, get get vaccinated everyone. And uh I was, you know, waiting around in the store cuz they 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 tell you to wait in the store for 15 minutes after you get the vaccine. And so I was just, you know, looking around in the the movie section, uh just kind of seeing what they have. And em- embedded within the movies at Rite Aid was a single sealed uh slightly faded copy 
of the the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody game for the Game Boy Advance, which oh. must have been there for at least like 15 years. And it was still $10. And it currently sits in the living room as decoration. How much did you pay for it? $10. They never well, once thought to mark that's, it down. That's about that's about how much it is going for. Brand new is $9. Yeah, it, it came out at um, around the time that the DS released. Uh, you can tell from the packaging. And then, yeah, so I guess, you know, the Game Boy Advance got phased out. They didn't think to mark down this game at all. Then what, the 3DS what the... comes out. They didn't think to mark it down at all. The Nintendo Switch, Switch comes out. They don't think to mark down this this decade-old game at all. What was their reaction and when you brought it up to buy it? I don't know. Like, the the person checking me out didn't particularly, like, have a strong reaction to it. But, like, uh-huh. I, half ex- I, I half expected it to just not show up in their system. Yep. Did it? It did. It, yeah, oh it my did. God. But I, I fully expected it to be, like... um this is from like the pre Y2K. I mean, it's not, but like I expected it to be like, Oh, we like changed our system around 12 years ago. And, uh, this, we didn't think to, 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 to like update this in the system. Like I, I I expected them to be like, if you're buying this, I just have it. Now, now, (laughs) Please look out for a sealed copy of Ratatouille for any system. I don't care. <laughs> I think I think I, I think I'm gonna get complete in box copies of Ratatouille, and then I'm also gonna get sealed copies of all of them. You know, I hope I go back to Rite Aid and I just see like another Game Boy Advance game in the place of Zack and Cody. <laughs> every so every week I show up there, and there's just another game lost to the sands of time what if you find like a sealed copy of pokemon emerald <laughs> and Dude, then like a, seal, like a then sealed I, copy of pokemon emerald goes for like a thousand dollars yeah that was actually i think that was the first pokemon game that i played i played a, a an emulated version of it uh, with the with the rom taken from a, a copy of the game which i legally owned um yeah what if i just Every, I, I get so many Game Boy Advance games from this Rite Aid, and then I tell someone like local about it, and they're like, that Rite Aid hasn't been there for 25 years. Are you talking about the one that burned down in 08? I know 08 wasn't 25 years ago. I was thinking of the, 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 the bit as I was doing it. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I found a copy of Zack and Cody for the Game Boy Advance. That's the, sto- that's the story. That's that's what happened to me. Beautiful, beautiful story. All right, so other E3 stuff. Battlefield 2043 looks pretty damn good, but then again, it's published by EA, so... Hey, EA may have a terrible track record, but they did also release Knockout City, one of, one of, one of my picks for Game of the Year. Keep in mind, I don't play many games. <laughs> It is it is pretty good though. Knockout is. City is pretty good. Even though I don't Yeah, play for it. for a game released by EA in the year of our Lord 2021. 
It's it's phenomenal. Uh, let's see here. Halo Infinite uh, got a showing at E3. Looks really, really good. I'm excited for it. I love the Halo games. I actually finally went through and beat Reach in Halo 3 ODST. Oh my god, dude. I almost, I almost cried at the ending of Reach. It's good. Reach is real good. Um, but and, Halo uh, Infinite... Go ahead. I was just going to say, so with Halo Infinite, the multiplayer is free. So yes. yep, it'll the be single player, for... the single player like campaign is going to be like that. That costs money and the multiplayer yep. is free. Um, yep, it'll which be just I like mean, that's Fortnite. not the it's not the first example of that. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want a game with free multiplayer, but a paid campaign featuring Master Chief, I recommend Fortnite. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> god damn it hey that game has halo from fortnite uh all right let's see here guardians of the galaxy game i didn't look too much into this but it looks pretty good i mean guardians of the galaxy is my favorite like marvel's franchise of all time it's just so good yeah i'm excited for thor love and thunder just to see where uh you know the guardians of the galaxy are at now mm-hmm uh, let's see here. Starfield. So this is made by Bethesda, which they haven't made a new IP in like forever. And people are not very happy about it because it's an Xbox exclusive or like a Microsoft exclusive. So you can, uh, so you can get on PC and Xbox and uh, all the PlayStation fanboys are like, oh, well, we want to play Bethesda games. And it's like, well, you know what? We wanted to play Ratchet and Clank and Spider-Man. So <laughs> now you get a taste of your own medicine. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what reason is there to own an Xbox anymore? Because this is an Xbox and a PC exclusive. Right. So you just get a PC and then just get the other, you know, just get a PlayStation and a Switch. That's all you really need. Yeah, that's that's what I'm working with. And I'm, I've been happy with it for years. Yep. Yeah, well, I've been working with, uh, let's see here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, a PC, list. a PlayStation 4, uh, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Wii U, Nintendo Wii, Nintendo Wii U, DS, 3DS, you said a uh, Neo Geo. Dude, I, oh, yeah, dude, I want a Neo Geo. I want a Neo Geo CD so bad. Neo Geo is expensive, though. Yeah, you know, I never played that. It's a little bit before my time. Oh, yeah. One, you've never played it because it was before your time. And two, they're like so impossible to get. Like, like here you go. Uh, here, let me look up Metal Slug for Neo Geo. Uh, Metal Slug for Neo Geo, AES, which is the home version. The loose price of ne of Metal Slug is thirteen thousand nine hundred sixty six dollars. If you Jeez. want the complete version, it's sixty thousand dollars. Sixty thousand dollars. Yep. Literally, hey. just buy a house, or you could buy, you know, a little over half of the, uh, uh, of the Among Us nugget. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that 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 sixty thousand dollar video game still not as expensive as the as the <laughs> as Among the Us nugget. McDonald's chicken nugget. <laughs> 
Back for Blood is basically it's it's basically just Left for Dead three. That's all it is. It's Left for Dead three, but without Valve. Same same developers, Turtle Rock Studios. Uh, Psychonauts two. We haven't gotten a whole lot of inf- well, no, we got a lot more information this E three about it, but beforehand we didn't get a whole lot. Uh, Psychonauts is really really cool. I have yet to play it though, so I don't know how cool it is, but I've heard it's cool. <laughs> Uh, Slime Rancher 2. I know a lot of people really liked Slime Rancher 1. Uh, a lot of people just kind of used it for, like, relaxation, but also people got frustrated with it as well. So it's cool. It's cool that we got a, that we got another one coming. I'm not sure if that's going to be a Microsoft exclusive. I don't think it is, because it's an indie game. Elden Ring is the uh, combination of From Software. Those are the guys who make... Uh, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and of course, you know, Lord of the Rings. I don't have much to comment on it. I really don't care about Dark Souls, and I really don't care about Lord of the Rings. So, <laughs> yeah, it's too and scary for me. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the big one. <laughs> plumbers don't wear ties. Have you ever seen plumbers don't wear ties? I, I have not, but I'm Im- immediately intrigued. Oh my god, it is so bad. I'll send you the AVGN video. It's like, it's literally just one of the worst video games I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's it, it, it's not even a game. It's literally just a slideshow. It's so bad. Oh, okay, so I'm looking at it. I just Googled it. Uh, so this is the one from 1993? Uh, yes, yes. 18% liked this video game uh, on... <laughs> Like the Google reviews. Yes. Yes. This, it is it, very bad. An interactive romantic comedy. First of all, the, the cover art is abysmally terrible. I don't know what platform this is, but the cover this was, art this was on the Wikipedia page. Okay. I don't know what that is, but the, ro- the, the, the cover art, like the aspect ratio is so tall. I don't understand why. Well, because for some reason they thought that, you know, making the 3DO games ass long would make them sell better. That's it's so stupid. weird. So what is the what is a 3DO? It was made by uh by Panasonic. The, the, this was during the time where like uh the FM the FMV games were all the rage. So like Mad Dog McCree or oh, Space Ace and the- the controller or, is just a clone of the Sega Genesis controller. Yeah. Which, yep. to begin with, is not a good controller design. I'm just going to uh, say it. The Genesis was a decent controller. It was bad for... It's alright. Um, it was bad for... Uh, oh, gosh. I'm trying to think here. I'm sure it's... I'm sure it's good for something, but like between like the D pad and like the weird like button layout, like I, I I understand it wasn't like standardized at the time, but like ABC XYZ is just a weird layout for a controller. Um, I'm not going to die on that hill in particular, but I, I will say overall, not a good controller zero out of 10 worst controller ever. But yeah, it looks the console itself looks like the the CDI, which is not a good thing to resemble. So so the people who like okay, so plumbers don't wear ties was in limbo for like the longest time. Like, you know, nobody owned this thing. Limited yeah, run who games. Who would want to? Limited run games picked this up. And limited run games, they specialize in physical versions 
of digital games. So, for example, Rivals of Ether got a physical version, which I'm still waiting for them to fulfill my order because I got the special edition. I paid like $120 for it. Wow. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. They have an Among Us collector's edition. Oh, really? Yes, and it comes with the it, it comes in a box with the with the emergency button and then you can press it and it makes noises from the game. Oh, that's cool. It's uh it's $80. Uh let's see here what it comes with. It comes with the emergency button collector's box, the emergency button, a download code for Steam and Epic Games, a jewel case with the soundtrack, a steelbook case with concept art and the interview and in and interviews from the developers and then a poster for $80. I okay, I really want to buy this Among Us collector's edition. Like the 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 $80 will be going purely towards that button cuz I want to like I want that as like a a centerpiece on the coffee table. You see, like that got, that is a conversation starter. I got the Rivals of Ether limited edition. Let me pull it up. So this game, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, is getting a, a physical release. Uh, and this is uh, for PC then? Uh, no. It's for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Switch. Not Okay, wow. so not only is it a... So people put phys- work into porting this to multiple platforms? Yes. Not only is this a physical version, but Limited Run owns the license for Plumbers Don't Wear Ties now. So they're also going to release the game digitally. So you'll be able to get it on even even when these physical versions run out, you're still going to be able to buy the game digitally. Again, why? <laughs> uh, okay, I, so... I just know this game like takes years off of your life. <laughs> this is like it's the really most cursed-looking thing ever. It looks uh, like a... It looks like an educational tape from like a health class. It's it's terrible. It's awful. You gotta watch the AVGN review on it. All right, I'll check uh, that out later. So the you know uh, with the, the with the game plumbers don't wear ties. I was expecting like this cute like indie like platformer <laughs> or like no. RPG or something. Some some like good thing because like the the good indie games always have like quirky titles and plumbers don't wear ties. Just seems like, like it, it seems like an innocent little like like indie platformer or something, but it's just a, I don't know. I'm looking at stuff from it and I feel so concerned. This it it looks illegal, and I just want to know who approved this. Who who approved the making, editing, and releasing of Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Oh yeah, so so the girl the girl in Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, she's a wrestler. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I figured they wouldn't be getting actors for this. <laughs> oh yeah, it's really bad, man. Oh yeah, so so the Rivals of Ether Limited Edition. So I paid $85 for it. It comes with the physical version of the game, two little tiny plushes. The OST, the soundtrack, a Rivals of Ether poster, a Crag vinyl figure, and twelve character art cards. So I'm probably I'm probably gonna. Well, that's frame a pretty good post. collection. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna frame the uh, the art cards and the posters. Yeah. So you know that's I'll actually probably... a pretty good like business model releasing those like 
limited edition things. Like I, this is the first I'm hearing about it, but it's pretty cool. It reminds me of like like the Fallout Four like collectors editions where you get like the Pit Boy and 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 all that right. cool stuff. Uh, Cam and, and I it'd be we cool actually if there got... was more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cam and I we actually got the Sonic Adventure Two soundtrack on vinyl from nice. them. Nice, that's awesome. Because I, you know me, I love Sonic Adventure 2. Sonic Adventure 2 is like one of my favorite games of all time. Wow, we have really derailed, haven't we? <laughs> well, no, not really, because we you were still what? talking I, about plumbers don't wear ties. Yeah, I, I, I just want to explore this a little bit more. So this this company that releases these limited edition things, I, I am totally on board with it. I want more. Like, if they're, like, being a Marvel fan, if there was, like, a collector's edition version of like spider-man or like even the avengers game as bad as the avengers game is if there was a collector's edition with some like you know avengers memorabilia in it and if it was like good enough yeah that's that's enough to get me to buy it well square enix owns the rights to do all the marvel games except Uh, for insomniac for the uh for the spider-man game so it would go through. yeah i know yeah of course it would uh, logistically it wouldn't be likely but i'm just saying like if it was to happen that would be incredible as unlikely as it is let's see let's see what they've done for games in the past um they did shantae which is a very expensive game shantae is like a 200 300 game they sold it for 50 bucks and, hey not bad and, and that and that's that's not like that's not like um like, you know, oh, you get, like, a code or whatever. No, you get, like, a physical Game Boy Color cartridge of it. That's awesome. So, like, so like one that I really want, which I, I don't know if I should get or not, it's Mega Man The Wily Wars, which Mega Man The Wily Wars was only released in Japan and in Europe on physical cartridges. The U.S. version, we only got it through the physical... Ver- uh, the, the only way that we got it was through the Sega channel, which was, like, Sega's, like... It was almost kind of like Game Pass, but like back in like the nineties through like yeah, cable I think models. I've heard of this. So th- so this actually comes with like a physical cartridge of the game with the ROM on it. I think I might pull the trigger on this. I think I might get this just because I'm a huge fan of Mega Man. I love Mega Man. They've released they released a Dust and Elysian Tailwind Tailmon, which I love Dust and Elysian Tail, but I already have I have a limited edition of it from Indie Box, which they which those guys they did limited versions of games and they came in like these big boxes uh like kind of like old pc games and it came with like a whole bunch of whole bunch of extras i'm pretty sure if you remember in my room i have that huge armello poster oh yeah yeah that came from that and it's it's not like a it's not like a regular like paper poster it's like felt it's like a cloth poster Ooh. but so yeah typically... like a like a tapestry yeah yeah so yeah, with those indie boxes, I think they're unfortunately out of business, which sucks. They would include like like they would include the download code for the game, and then they would also include like a USB key, like a, like a special like limited edition USB key with the with the games on it. <laughs> when I actually got my Armello one, it didn't have the game on it. It was just a blank card. So I messaged them and it was like, "Hey, I got this and it didn't come with the game." Oof. And then then they just sent me a Google Drive link. With the game, good on. Which I, I think I still have access to that. Actually, uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Limited Run or E three or anything like that? Um, no. Well, I didn't go into much detail on the Guardians of the Galaxy thing, but 
yeah, my general opinions on that are just, I hope it doesn't turn out like the Avengers game. I hope that, you know, this is all just wishful thinking, but I hope that it's, you know, like a nice, like single player focused game as opposed to just like a multiplayer, like grindy, uh, loot shooter. Like I, I hope they actually like do something good in terms of like, you know, storytelling and gameplay experience and not just a cash grab. And that's, that's the, that's the extent of my analysis. All right. So windows 11 got leaked and I have mixed feelings on it. Mm -hmm. Do you want to get into the, uh, the, the, the details of the story and then we can get into, uh, what we think of it. Yeah. So windows 11, I believe it was supposed to, Oh, I gotta check it. Let me see here. Windows 11. Well, people have been speculating on it for a while now, right? And Microsoft was kind of tight-lipped about it, but then they leaked, or they uh, they put out a uh, I think an official retirement date for Windows 10, which was supposed to be the last Windows. Yep, yep. They said it was supposed to be the last Windows, and and they lied to us. Yep. So, um. Windows 11 is supposed to be coming out or announced on the 24th, but obviously we already have a development build in hand. Now you cannot install this on bare metal hardware, bare metal hardware being like directly on your computer. You, the only way that you can install it is through a VM. Guys, be careful. If you install Windows 11, it also installs a virus called Windows 11. (laughs) It also it also installs a virus called Microsoft Edge and Cortana. <laughs> uh, who does anyone use Cortana? You know, when I first got my PC, I used to use it to like shut it down when I was super lazy. I thought it was going to be a lot more useful than and than it ended up being. Like I thought it was going to be like 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 Siri or like Google Assistant, but for your computer. And as little as I use Google Assistant on my phone. I still use it a little bit. I have never used Cortana. Yep. I use Siri moderately. Uh, not a whole lot, but uh, yeah. Uh, continuing on. So, what is new in Windows 11? The taskbar is now in the middle for some reason. Yeah, so I it's don't like, like it's that. It's like a Mac. You can change it. There is an option to make it, over to go, make it go over to the left. Yeah, I'm going to do that immediately. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are going to be doing immediately. Internet Explorer is no more. It is dead. Internet Explorer yeah, does I've, not exist. I thought that it, like, I just assumed it was already dead. But, like, so Microsoft still currently supports it then? Because um, I thought yeah. they, like, entirely phased it out in favor of Edge. Yep, they uh, they still support it. Wow. Yep, and that's mainly for all of the old-ass applications and websites that still haven't transitioned over yet for some godforsaken reason. God, the future's now, old man. If your application relies on Internet Explorer, one, who's using it, and two, just update it. Yep. Yeah, so there's uh, some, new fe- some new features in Windows 11. Uh, yep. So there's a new snap feature. So whenever you hover over to the, um, oh God, I don't even know what button it is. 
It's it's the button left to the close button. Oh, the like maximize thing. No, that, no, it's, that's that's um, the small line. No, I, I'm not talking about the minimize thing. The the thing yeah, that makes the box. Max, yeah, the maximize. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah. It is. Um, if you, I think if you hover over that, uh, you'll get different options to snap the window automatically instead of having to physically snap it over. Well, that's pretty good. There's a new uh, startup sound. Uh, yep, yeah. There's new startup sounds and just new sounds in general for it. The rounded corners. That that's one that I'm excited about. The rounded corners because like I, <laughs> okay, I hate Mac OS. I like I hate using it. I don't like mm-hmm. the file manager at all. Yeah, Finder's awful. But but uh, it does look beautiful as, mm-hmm. as an OS. So I'm glad that Windows is like taking some inspiration from it. Windows used to have rounded corners. Uh, Windows XP, yeah. Vista, 7, and they all changed it back to square with a... Uh, let me see here. There's uh, new animations. So it's it looks a lot smoother in some cases. Uh, some, some it's, uh, it's kind of meh. Uh, let's see here. The icons are more colorful. Uh, and I'm saying, please stop changing these because it gets really annoying. Like every single Windows update, they like they change the icons. Yeah, and it's like it's really jarring. Like like they like they updated the the folders icon. Like when you go to the start menu and you have like a folder, it it's it just when they did the update, it just looked super super weird. Yeah, like in terms of like how the icons look, like on the taskbar, don't change it. They look fine. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're at a good spot. Like, the, the file manager icon looks, it, it looks all right. Chrome looks all right. All, all of that stuff, it looks all right. Don't change it. Make the corners a bit, a bit rounder. Animations are nice. But just don't, don't change the file explorer icon again. I can't, I can't, I can't keep doing this. But yeah, anyway, Windows 11, uh, better theme implementation. Uh, yeah, so I'm not sure if you remember back in, like, Windows XP, they had, like, a lot of people use, like, the, the blue Luna theme, where, like, the, the windows were blue, but they also had different themes, where there was, like, an olive one, and there was a silver one, so it would, like, change it so it's, like, uh the windows itself, like, the borders and stuff, they were, like, green, or they were, like, silver, they had a Zune one, um, Nintendo actually theme. made some, yeah, there's a Zune theme, I'll pull it up. Hey, you know, that doesn't look bad. Yeah. So they're so they're doing stuff like that again, and then we have widgets. Widgets are back from Windows Seven and Windows Vista, so you can have like the stupid like clock or like the puzzle on your desktop again to hog up awesome. more to hog up more resources. The last time I ever used Windows, like the last time I used Windows Seven or Vista, was either on the school computers years ago, like like eighth grade before they all switched to windows 10. Um, mm-hmm. and also like the family computer that I wasn't allowed to use. Cause I accidentally installed a bunch of viruses on it, trying to play <laughs> Minecraft. So this isn't something that I miss, but like, it's still pretty cool. Right. Yeah. That that's actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like I, I have like a calendar widget on my phone, having like a, a, a calendar widget on my desktop. That would be pretty cool. If I could like integrate it with Google calendar, it's right. It's pretty handy, and of course, yep. a big ass clock, hogging yep. all my resources. 
<laughs> the only widget that I have on my phone is a uh, widget for um, Spotify. Yeah, because you're an iPhone user. Yeah, get whipping knitting on. <laughs> hey guys, the the uh, they they announced a new feature for iPhones. Insert feature from twelve years ago from Android. But anyway, uh, I think that's it for the Windows 11 stuff then. Yep, that was it for Windows 11 shit. The leaks, from what I've seen, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I definitely want Microsoft to take more inspiration from Apple in terms of like general, like I guess, design features, like rounded corners. It's awesome. Yeah, themes, themes are great. I have high hopes for it. I just hope that it doesn't like fuck with performance. Like I hope yeah, like so too. games still run all right. Like I, from what I remember, even with like going from Windows Seven to Windows Ten, people had performance issues when it first came out. But I could be misremembering. But yeah, I I would probably this is what I'm gonna do, and this is my advice. But yeah, wait a little bit before you. Uh, upgrade don't don't update to windows 11 immediately because you don't want to like find out that there is like a huge bug or something and then you have to like roll back to windows 10 and it's just a big hassle always always be like the fourth or fifth person to do something never be the first yep i i remember i i was like super excited for windows 10 just so I could play the the Windows 10 store, the Windows store version of Minecraft. I don't know why I was so excited for it. And I tried it and yeah. it ran like dog shit on my 750 Ti. And then I went back to 7. I was so confused when Windows 10 Minecraft came out because I was like, so it's like Pocket Edition? Yeah. But on the computer? Yeah, yeah it was like Pocket Edition basically. And now we have Ben 10 in Minecraft. So look how far we came. <laughs> yeah i don't understand that dlc i don't get what makes it different from just the ben 10 game that ca that already came out well it's minecraft oh yeah minecraft has strayed so far from its original like thing i can't even like follow minecraft anymore they they keep on adding more and more and more and more stuff and it's just like <laughs> it's like i, I don't just even just in know terms of like the character models and everything that they're adding like the like the ben 10 character models like why why is this minecraft i feel like the minecraft holds back the ben 10 rather than the ben 10 adding to minecraft like just as an example but like they 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 have these like relatively complex models in the game now where before everything was like all blocky, but now it just look like it looks like just shittier models as opposed to like a stylistic choice at this point. Right. Like like a Minecraft cow. That's it's it's a Minecraft cow. It's like a square with a head and legs. It's and it's a Minecraft cow. But like I feel like if it had any more detail to it, then it just looks like a shitty 3D render of a cow. Right. Yeah. They, they need to make like Minecraft HD and then make it in, in like Unreal Engine. Like 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 all yeah. like all those like all those shitty Unreal Engine like like videos like this is what Mario could look like and it's like it's like Mario running around in this super realistic like grass field. It works for certain things like uh like the Zelda Unreal Engine like Ocarina of Time and Unreal Engine like when I saw that 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 looks great but like I've never if seen you're that. if you're 
if you're it, it's pretty cool actually it's from a few years ago but yeah if if you're trying to make minecraft look as realistic as possible just play something else anyway that's my uh completely uh un unprovoked uh minecraft rant anyway i think that's it for windows 11 so you want to move on to sonic central yeah so this was uh so yeah this was may 27th so this was this was a little bit back um but this is kind of like sonic's sega's take on like nintendo directs and they didn't it, it was very very short it was only like 20 minutes they announced some pretty cool stuff, and then there was a lot of stuff that I didn't really didn't care about. Um, like you know what? It's merchandise inspiring. and stuff like, like merchandise and announcing that hey, we're coming to Amazon Luna cloud service bullcrap. You know, it's inspiring that Sega is doing their own little Nintendo Direct. You know, because if they can do it, anyone can. You know, you know, in in spite of. Any and all circumstances, Sega's still holding in there. So for Sonic Central, Roger Craig Smith was originally going to retire and stop being the voice actor for Sonic. And he's been like the voice actor for Sonic since like Sonic 06. So like a long, long time. But he's it was confirmed that in this uh in this direct or you know Sonic Central that he's still going to be the um uh still gonna be the voice actor for sonic which is great because he's a great voice actor for sonic oh yeah yeah i like him a lot yeah no when he does retire you know what they should do they should bring back jaleel white <laughs> oh my god you don't oh i i will be they so gotta, sad they gotta when... bring back the guy that voiced him in all the all the cartoons from like the 90s for the for the listeners that don't know who jaleel white is i will be so sad when Mike Pollock or uh, when Mike Pollock either retires or he dies, I'll be so sad because he, he's the voice of Eggman. Oh, yeah, that's he's iconic. Yeah. Yeah. He's been active since 1988. Yeah, the guy's great. They just got to retire the character when he's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after after he's gone, there's going to be no more Sonic. <laughs> They just, they gotta find a new villain. Or they could bring in Jim Carrey. That too. Sonic Colors Rise of Wisps is a new animated online web series. Uh, similar to the Sonic Mania Adventures web series. Did you ever watch those? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, they're very well put together. They're very good. Pretty sure it was the same guy who helped basically save the Sonic movie. Okay, so he was like behind the redesign and everything? Yeah, yeah, he was behind the redesign and everything like that. That man is a hero. Yeah, he he is he is the unsung hero. Sonic Colors Ultimate Edition. So brand new, well not brand new, uh, remastered version of Sonic Colors. Which can you believe it? Sonic Colors is ten years old now. Oh jeez, where did the time go? I know. Uh, Sonic Colors is oh my bad, not uh, not ten years, eleven years. Sonic Colors is one of the best Sonic games. It is very, very good. Although it was very heavily focused on the 2D platforming, which I think the only reason for that, why they focused on it so much, was because of um, it was because of the the Wii remote because you can use the Wii remote by itself sideways. So they didn't want a oh. whole lot of 3D sections. 
Uh, but yeah, I didn't certain... know that. I didn't know you could use just the Wii Remote. Yep, uh, you can use the Wii Remote, Wii Remote Nunchuck, Classic Controller, or GameCube Controller. When I played through it when I was younger, I used the Wii Remote and Nunchuck. Nowadays, I'm going to use the GameCube Controller. Yeah. So, yep, Sonic Colors Ultimate Edition. I'm not. They haven't really announced or said what, what they're adding, but it's going to be coming out for... Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, and PC. Unfortunately for PC, it's only being released on the Epic Store as of now. Oh. Which sucks, because that immediately kills mods, because telling you right now, if the way that Sonic Generations did mods, like like Sonic Generations has a crazy amount of mods. If those same people if those same people are gonna do mods for Sonic Colors, it's gonna be even more insane. It's gonna be so good. What all they're asking for, Sega, for the PC version to have an uncapped frame rate. That's all I'm asking for. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Which, so annoying when I like I okay, I bought I bought a 144 hertz monitor, thinking that I could just play all my games at 100, 144 FPS, provided my PC can run it. But like, like an Unrailed. Unrailed is one of my favorite games lately, and the frame rate is capped at 60 FPS. Ugh. which is like like it's decent the most annoying like it, it's a it's a great game but that just annoys me yeah you know at least it's not okami hd where it's 30 fps in the game and then 60 fps in the menus oh yeah because they because there's no excuse for that uh it was a pretty good excuse it was a ps2 game oh okay that's a good excuse but yeah it would be Sonic nice colors. if sonic It'd be nice if the Sonic Colors remaster would like I I mean I don't know how much they could really like redesign the game fundamentally but it would be nice if there was a heavier focus on like 3D Sonic cuz that is, yeah. like when you buy a 3D Sonic game you're buying it for the th- the 3D Sonic like mm-hmm. platforming right which I'm you know a big fan of when it's done right and it it would be nice if this game had less of a focus on on 2d platforming but uh what they can only dream do is they'll probably add more levels or they'll add like another world or like a bonus world where it's like other levels when and they're all like 3d that would be nice please please for the love of god sega i know that not everybody loved unleashed but please pour unleashed to the pc give us the original hedgehog engine oh my god the original hedgehog engine is like it's insane uh, it makes the game look so good. Ha- have you seen the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions of Unleashed? Not recently. But oh, yeah, they're so good. Sonic Unleashed gets so much hate online, and I don't get it. Like I, I, I understand Just because like, of the Werehog. That's it. Yeah, I get the like the Werehog parts. Like it's it's not gonna be for everyone, but it adds a nice amount of variety to the game. And I thought it was. Uh, I mean, obviously, I played it when I was fairly young. I it was I think my first 3D Sonic game actually. Yeah. So like same, I have a certain level of nostalgia for it. But I think even thinking about it like objectively as as objectively as I can, it's still a pretty good game from what I, at least you know, from what I remember. I haven't actually played it recently, but it does not deserve uh, the hate that it gets. Also, the opening c- cinematic for Sonic Unleashed was so oh, good. So good. Yeah, so I remember awesome. even at the time, even at the time, I was like, that is incredibly impressive. You know, having no frame of reference, I could still tell like this is incredible. 
Mm-hmm. Like the, Even though the, it was the, all pre-rendered, but it, it? still, it looks so good. Still, Like, I'm sure Sega, if they wanted to, they could make a Sonic game that looks exactly like that intro. When are we going to get Sonic unleashed with ray tracing? You know what? I'll be honest, that could probably be a mod for Sonic Unleashed if they release it for PC. And it would look amazing. Especially in, oh, oh yeah. god. Especially in, um... Do you, do you remember Do you remember the uh, the jungle stage in Sonic Unleashed? Where, Vaguely. Where, like, where you're, like, running through... Um, Sonic Unleashed... Let me send this in chat and you can just watch it for a little bit. Um, okay. It would look amazing with ray tracing. Also, this game, this section chugs. It chugs on the 360 and PS3 version. Just because there's so much stuff going on. Also, here's another interesting fact. Um, Sonic Unleashed for the PS3 has an uncapped frame rate, so it can go up to 60. But because nice. of that, it also lags a lot more. Sonic Unleashed on the Xbox 360 is more consistent, but it's at 30 frames. But... Um, because of the Xbox One and Xbox Series X, Sonic Unleashed, you can play it at 4K60 now. Oh, that's, that's incredible. I've yeah, seen it, stage. and it was like so good. I was like, oh my god, my jaw dropped. This stage like, like, would look like, so honestly, good with, like, Sonic with better Unleashed lighting. Such, it's such a pretty game. You wouldn't but, even but, have to like mess with the textures that much. Like You wouldn't have to like revamp all of the textures if... You know, obviously the resolution is higher and the the lighting is improved or, you know, just, you know, current generation lighting would make it yeah. so much better. I mean, I mean, even like, you know, just watching it. I mean, in my opinion, the lighting looks great for 2008. Oh, yeah. For the time, it's great. Running but on I, a console that only has 200 that only has half a gigabyte of RAM. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, with modern lighting, not even necessarily ray tracing, although ray tracing would be incredible. Just modern lighting on this game would be incredible. They do have so yeah, make something. it happen, Sega. I know you're listening. <laughs> they do have something similar. Um, it's a mod for Sonic Generations. It's called the Unleashed Project, and they took all the daytime stages from Sonic Generations, the 360 ps3 versions and they ported them into sonic uh sonic generations that's that's just so impressive and you can play that you can play it at you know 1080p 4k 60 fps yeah that's that's incredible that people like donate so much of their time to to give people these experiences you know hats off to them of course well, yeah, I mean, just like the Sonic Unleashed stages, stage design is like it's it's so good. Everything just flows together. It's like like when you master like a Sonic Unleashed stage, you feel like a god because you're you're basically speed running it as fast as you, you're basically speed running it. Yeah, like a Sonic game, like a Sonic game. <laughs> All right, we should probably move on to something else. Yeah. We've been talking about this for yeah. a long time, but, you know. We we both grew up with Sonic Generations, so I grew up with the 3DS version of Sonic Generations, so I I didn't even get the full. Oh, so sorry, experience. not Generations. Um, Unleashed. My bad. Yeah, I played the PlayStation Two version, so I I definitely had a a, a limited experience with it. Uh, the here's something interesting about the uh the Unleashed versions for the PS2 and the Wii. 
they were released by they were made by Dimps, which were also made by the people. Those were the people who made the Sonic Advance and Sonic Rush games on the DS and Game Boy Advance. Really? Yep. And then the PS3 and 360 versions were made by Sega themselves. Okay. So uh, anyway, more Sonic Central stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Sonic Origins is going to be basically like the older Sonic games. So one, two, three, Knuckles and CD. I'm not sure if you remember this. But 1 and 2 in CD all got, like, HD remasters on the on the phones. So it's, like, widescreen. Yeah. yeah, I played those. Yeah, they, they were really good, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, Christian Whitehead, the guy that did all those, he did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And He's the I guy understand who worked on he, Sonic Mania, too. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, from what I heard, that, yeah, Sega, they, uh, they, they hired him right away, which they absolutely should. I wish Nintendo would do that, you know, with people that remaster, like, like, um, uh, I don't know if this panned out or not, but there was this guy, or I think it might've been a team, but I, it was either a team or an individual that was remaking Ocarina of Time, but as a 2D Zelda game, uh, I don't know for sure, but I think Nintendo shut it down, but I wish that instead of shutting these fan projects down, Nintendo would actually like work with these people because it's clearly stuff that people want right but anyway yeah so christian whitehead is uh he's on this project they're uh, remastering these old sonic games right but the thing is they stopped after one and two so they never did three and three and knuckles unfortunately so in in the trailer they showed three and they showed three and knuckles in like the regular four by three aspect ratio not the 16 by nine remastered so I wonder if they're actually going to go, if they're going to allow him to remaster those games. Those games have been in very, very, I don't know, it's, it's very hard for them because I think a lot of them were made by, the songs were partially made by Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's kind of in this weird, like, limbo as to like, like with, with like licensing and rights and everything. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, that'll that'll do that. I don't know. Why can't we just why can't we just ask Michael Jackson if we can go ahead with this? Get a get a get a Ouija board and be like, hey Michael, uh can we remake Sonic 3? And it'll be like Okay. Cause like he's dead. What does he what does he need the what why does he care so much? Right. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Keep the rights for the afterlife? <laughs> do they do they care about copyright law in hell where he is? Do they care about DMCA's in hell? Hell's economy is built around DMCA. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Yeah, sorry, we're going back to Sonic Unleashed here. So you can play it on the Xbox Series X, right? Right. Uh the Xbox Series X version has HDR too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's- that's awesome. So yeah, I think that's it for Sonic Central then. Yep. So do you want to get into the uh, the movie review, this week's movie pick of the week? Sure. Luckily, the movie that, you know, we chose, because I had to substitute in real quick. Uh, luckily, the movie was a movie that I've watched before, but it was a long, long, long time ago since I watched this movie. Like, I would say probably at least like uh, two, three years I watched it when it was still on Netflix. 
that's how long ago it was. So yeah, this week's uh, this week's movie pick of the week is The Iron Giant, and uh, this is my first time watching it. I feel like I should have seen it earlier in my life. I mean, it came out. I mean, I think a couple years before I was born, but yeah, I just never got to see it uh, until you know just a couple weeks ago. But yeah, it's a I, I'd say an absolute masterpiece. Ten out of yeah. ten, <clears throat> best movie ever. Very very good. I forgot to mention this while we were recording, but The Iron Giant is available on Hulu. Uh, it's not a premium subscription or anything. It's just if you have, you know, basic Hulu, then you have access to The Iron Giant. If you don't have Hulu, I mean, you might. If you have Spotify Premium, Hulu is included with that, if you didn't know. But yeah, if you don't have either of those, uh, you can rent it, get the DVD somewhere. Either way, just watch the movie because it's really good and we will be spoiling it a little bit if, you, uh, if you're worried about that. First of all, I can't believe they made a whole movie just based on a VR chat skin. Well, I can't believe they, they made a whole movie about the uh, the big robot in the end of uh, Ready Player One. Okay, Jared has gone off on this uh, before, <laughs> and I completely understand it. The whole point of the Iron Giant is that he's not a gun. <laughs> and then they make and him then- a gun. This is this is one of the reasons that Ready Player One is fundamentally flawed. It takes this character whose point is he's not a gun, and then it just turns him into a gun. But anyway, do you have any general thoughts before we get into specifics? It's been like three or four years since I've watched this movie, but from what I remember, it was really good, and it was also really emotional, the ending was. Oh, yeah. I normally don't cry during movies. However, besides Endgame, this one, besides, well, I didn't even cry at Endgame, but yeah, this one, like it, it, it pulls at the heartstrings, uh, and we'll get into that. But yeah, so first of all, in terms of just storytelling, I really appreciate that this movie gives like the exact amount of. Uh, information that's needed for this particular story. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lesser movie, I feel like especially one made now, would give like a whole exposition dump on where the Iron Giant came from, what he is, you know, what what his whole deal is. But it's kept like mysterious enough that you can just fill in the blanks with whatever, but it doesn't feel like you're missing a fundamental piece of the story. So I really appreciate that. Uh, the tone is a perfect balance of lighthearted, funny, you know, heartfelt, and even a little bit scary at times. If you're you're you know a kid watching this, for example, like it's genuinely heartbreaking when you know the giant finds out about just the concept of death, and when he thinks that he killed Hogarth. I feel like another thing that this movie does really well is convey you know the terrifying amount of power an adult really has over a child with the like FBI guy like lording over this kid right uh, yeah. but it's also really cathartic when Mansley the the FBI agent gets what's coming to him you know when the when the general like yells at him yeah so this movie does a amazing job balancing you know the these different tones and emotions uh, another thing that I like about the story is it really does a good job of utilizing Superman as a shorthand for really controlling your destiny and choosing who to be, you know, who you want to be. And 
you know, the whole, you know, you don't have to be a gun thing is a f- amazing message. It's, yeah, just incredible. And a bit more surface level, I love the 50s aesthetic. The music and the general, like, visual aesthetics invokes, you know, nowadays it invokes memories of, like, Fallout, which, you know, retroactively, of course, you know, the, the Fallout franchise wasn't as big as it is now, uh, if it was around, I don't remember when the first game came out, but yeah, with the the visuals and the music and everything invoking images of Fallout, uh, it retroactively kind of makes the Iron Giant uh, feel more in place, like the the giant himself, right? And I really love what this movie does with like the sense of like physical scale, with like you know the angles and everything to make the giant feel truly like huge. And I feel like a lot of times when uh, when like giant robots are portrayed in movies, it's usually in a city environment. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a more rural, kind of like little town environment. Yeah. And it was just like visually striking seeing something tower over like a forest. Like to, to the giant, the forest is only like up to like his waist. But uh yeah, I just appreciate like this does something different uh, in terms of like how the giant size compares to its environment. Going into the uh, the actors, great performances all around. Vin Diesel is a giant. Vin Diesel, yeah, yeah, the guy who uh, voices Groot. Yeah, he he voices the Iron Giant in this. So yeah, it's a uh, he, he's he's pretty he's surprisingly good at uh, portraying monsters with big hearts and i guess he's good in the car movies i don't know i haven't seen them uh the uh the guy that plays uh mansley the government agent uh does a great job with the with that character does a really good job of um making you really like hate and the movie as a whole does a good job of making you hate this character progressively more and more throughout the movie it's incredible because like at first it's like he's just sort of this like men in black type character but then as more events unfold you see more of like who this guy is and he's like you know deranged and everything and yeah the guy that plays him does a, a great job with that character so i just realized the director is brad bird it's the same guy who made the incredibles and ratatouille okay yeah that that makes sense. It does have, uh, it has a lot. I don't of know if I'd say a similar. To tone. Yeah. Like, like on vibes, it's, uh, it feels very similar. Like it feels like a very similar style, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one, another thing that I appreciate about this movie is that even tropes that are like at this point, pretty overdone and played out. Like they, they feel endearing in this movie. Like the, like the parts where, you know, like Hogarth is talking to his mom, but he's also trying to like signal to the to the Iron Giant, like his hand to like get out of the kitchen and stuff like like that. We've seen that in movies a lot, but this movie like it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm just seeing another, you know, I'm not, I'm just seeing another one of this ex- situation play out like I, just everything about this movie, like the environment and everything makes it just feel like like endearing. I guess is the the best word to describe it. 
And also the whole like, you know, kid befriends a magical creature and no one believes the kid um, and the kid like trying to hide the the creature like that is pretty played out like it like it's been done to death at this point. But still, this movie is just so well-crafted and so well-done that even though I'm, like, tired of that at this point, like, this is, like, the exception. Right. It was probably probably one of the first movies to do it, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even, like, even looking back on it with, like, a current understanding of movies, even present day, looking back on it, it still absolutely holds up. Yeah. My one... I don't know if I'd say complaint, but issue is the end of the movie. I don't know how I feel about it really. Cause the, uh, the giant sacrifices himself. He like flies into the missile at the end and, um, he, uh, you know, sacrifices himself and it seems like he's dead. But then at the very end of the movie, it's shown like he's reassembling himself. I understand that they, wanted a happy ending and it's you know it's a kids movie so you know to it to a certain extent it has to have a happy ending but i don't know i just i feel like even with the giant dying it still feels positive enough that like kids can handle it and it also just works better for the story if the giant actually does sacrifice himself like i think that just ties it up more nicely but i mean even then that's just a nitpick like it doesn't ruin the movie at all. I, I still say 10 out of 10 totally recommend if you haven't seen it up to this point, I should have given a spoiler warning up top, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, see it, uh, even, you know, after hearing us talk about it, it still holds up. It's an incredible movie. Do you have any, uh, thoughts on the movie? I know you haven't seen it in a long time, but yeah, is there anything just, that you want to add? I just need to rewatch it again. Honestly, it's been a while. Oh Yeah. And I think I think this was like the peak of Warner Brothers. I think after this, I think they started to go downhill a bit. Yeah, the Iron Giant is, and I, I know this is like saying Citizen Kane is good. It's like, yeah, we know, but like, it's still like having seen this for the first time, I I am surprised by just how good it is. You know, even you know, especially for like a kids movie, like you expect a kids movie to be like all right. But, like, mm-hmm. just as a story, like, remove it entirely from, like, the children's genre, if you if you want to call it that. This is just a top-notch story. Yeah, and, and Ratatouille and Incredibles are very similar where, yeah, they're perceived as a kid's film, but they tackle a lot, like, they tackle a lot of, like, serious topics in, in addition to just being, like, having a really good story to it as well. Oh, yeah. And... Ratatouille on another level is uh one of the few examples of a of a a movie based on a video game turning out good. <laughs> no, no, not just a video game, 11 different versions of a video game. <laughs> oh yeah, it's based on the <laughs> PC, uh, Game Boy Advance, uh, Xbox, PlayStation 2, uh, it's based on it, the PC, Mac, Xbox, Xbox 360, PS2, PS3, PSP, Game Boy Advance, DS, GameCube, Wii version. Yeah, so... Uh, I, ha- <laughs> I have an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everyone's got to have something. Oh, by the way, I was at a, uh, I was at a, a secondhand store 
a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And guess what movie I saw? Ratatouille. No, Adam Sandler's Click. Oh my god. <laughs> and it gave me flashbacks to that that person <laughs> to on that. TikTok that yep. collects DVD copies of Adam Sandler's Click. Yep. Oh that God. keeps me up at night. How? Who collects Adam Sandler's <laughs> click specifically? Oh God! You know, should I should I do that with Ratatouille? You should. <laughs> Every, you know, <clears throat> you should be like the Ratatouille man. The the final destination in every copy of Ratatouille's life cycle. <laughs> Every every piece of media has to end somewhere. Every piece of Ratatouille will end with you. Yes. Is there a Blu-ray version? I think there is a Blu-ray version of Ratatouille. Yes, there is a Blu-ray oh, there's version gotta of Ratatouille. Be. Yep. Holy shit. Oh, okay. Oh, that's multi-format. I don't care. Okay, a regular Blu-ray is $14. Not bad. Oh, there's a 4K version, too. I'll have to get the 4K oh, well, version. you gotta get Ratatouille in 4K. A brand new copy of the DVD version of Ratatouille. It's $300. How? It's definitely never gonna sell for that much. But yeah, I gotta get the regular Blu-ray version of Ratatouille and the 4K version of Ratatouille. <laughs> even, even though I don't have anything that can play 4K Blu-rays or have a 4k blu-ray player it's it's just it's for the meme and to fill out the collection (laughs) but anyway yeah so we were talking about the storytelling in iron giant ratatouille and incredibles (laughs) yeah you have a point i feel like that era has a a really good track record in terms of um you know storytelling Mm -hmm. and uh you know i'm just i'm glad that it's continuing to this day with movies like uh like soul i haven't seen onward but i from what i've heard it's pretty good i have not seen soul either or i, I haven't the newest disney movie that i i don't remember the newest disney movie that i watched actually the, i guess the newest one would, would be incredibles 2 oh yeah that's i think that's the last movie i saw at the drive-in yep yeah that was fun though that was a fun night yeah that was that was like a spur of the moment thing yeah that was a fun night but um <clears throat> Yeah, Soul is pretty good. I don't know if I would say it's as good as the Iron Giant. Or Ratatouille. But I Yeah. <laughs> but I I do really appreciate the message in Soul. It's basically like, you know, your your the the purpose of your life isn't to find a specific career or whatever or like a specific like activity that you want to do for the rest of your life. It's more about like appreciating life for what it is and just appreciating existence and uh yeah it's a great message yeah even if it's not as good as the iron giant it's still it's still up there anyway concluding thoughts on the iron giant uh 10 out of 10 best movie ever absolute masterpiece watch it if you haven't seen it uh rewatch it if you haven't seen it in a while you know you know what we should I know what we need to review for next week's movie. What? Plumbers don't wear ties. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we, we gotta get some bad movies in there, dude. Okay. All right. Yeah. If I can. Yeah. Is there, it's all on YouTube. Is there, a, 
It's all on YouTube. All right. Yeah. I'll... Although the issue is plumbers don't wear ties has multiple like endings and stuff. Each week we'll review a different ending. Okay, plumbers don't wear ties. Uh, the long play is fifty minutes long. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess sure. Next week's movie pick is plumbers don't wear ties. Oh, what the things I do for content. I'll send you the link. Oh, you know my what God. I. When we do that review, I gotta put it on YouTube. I gotta, I gotta put it up as a clip because how many people have reviewed plumbers don't wear ties? Really? <laughs> if if anyone looks up a review for this, our video will be at the very top. <laughs> I I'm excited. I'm excited to review plumbers don't wear ties. I am excited for it to be over. Also, this has been this thing. Is basically just softcore porn. I'm not gonna lie. It's basically oh, what it geez. is. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Link in description. It's on YouTube. <laughs> so anyway, the Iron Giant is really good. Go check it out. <laughs> you want to get into recommendations of the week? Sure. Uh, so the first recommendation that I have this week, Bo Burnham's Inside, his new special. Uh, came out on Netflix a couple of weeks ago, and then last week it came out on Spotify. So if you haven't listened to it yet, uh, it's pretty good. Watch it on Netflix. If you're a fan of the Netflix show, the songs are out on Spotify. If you did not know, it's an incredible special. Uh, I've talked about it before. I talked about it last week. But yeah, it's a great show. And uh, Jake, you got the next one? Yeah. So just this past weekend, I... Uh have recently gotten into Airsoft. Yeah, Airsoft is a lot, a lot of fun. I know I was super worried about getting hit by an, by an Airsoft BB. I thought it was going to hurt a lot. And I got hit probably like 17 times, and I only have like two welts on me, and they're pretty much gone. But yeah, it's basically, it, it, it's a lot of fun. Basically just a bunch of, just a bunch of young adults shooting each other with, uh, with plastic BBs, and that's it. <laughs> it's a lot of I fun, was into, though. I was into airsoft, like in middle school and early high school, and yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Our friend Ryan, though, he, you know how he gets into stuff. If he gets into like a game, he gets really into it. Yeah. So he bought a uh, an airsoft pistol that had such a high PSI. Like it, it had more force than our other friend's sniper rifle. Oh my god! And that thing hurt so bad. We had to like have like rules to like nerf it. Like you can't fire at us with it if you're like within whatever distance, like five feet it, or something. No, more than that. Like ten feet. No, no, more than that. Like if you are like moderately close it will hurt so bad like it, it is mm. a distance weapon it is a it is a ranged weapon in the form of a pistol but yeah uh, assuming you're not playing with someone who goes a bit overkill with their weapons yeah your soft is so fun well they have they have rules at the field um yeah uh, they they use a thing yeah called we a did street rules yeah <laughs> Uh, they have this thing called a chronograph, which will basically tell you how fast your gun is firing. And they have they have rules for like certain guns, like like where you can be at certain distances. Um, most most AR airsoft guns, like what I have, 
they they only fire like maybe I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure what like the the power is how they how they do it by power because I'm still all new to this. But I think mine was only like three hundred and fifty or something like that, two hundred something like that. Okay. But I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. You really don't need a whole lot to play it. Uh, most airsoft fields they basically say you just need eye protection, like full seal eye protection, because that's the one thing that you can damage is your eyes. Oh, yeah. If you get shot in the eyes, you could you could be blind in one eye if you get shot. Oh yeah, it, it, eye protection is definitely a must. Lower face protection, you don't need it if you're over 18. Um, but then again, it may depend on the field that you're looking at. Different rules for different fields. The full, the field that I play at, you don't have to have lower face protection. If you're over 18, if you're under 18, you do have to have lower face protection. I recommend it anyways, especially if you've got braces, because, you know... Oh yeah, definitely uh, consider it. Co- yeah, consider it. You can get masks online, like mesh masks. For very, very cheap. It's like $12 for a mask. Just go all out. Get the Master Chief helmet. (laughs) People, you know, actually, I want a helmet. Um, I want the the Titanfall 2 pilot helmet and run around with that on. I've seen people run around with, like, Master Chief helmets and all sorts of, like, different crazy stuff. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, The only thing is, be careful. Because I, um, you don't see it, Alex. But uh, I, like, really strained a muscle. Because like, I haven't done, like, any physical exercise in probably two, two and a half years or so. And, like, this was, like, my first time, like, running around. I had a lot of fun. I know what I tore and I know what the issue was. Is I kept on carrying my gun in one hand. Uh, like, mm. like pointed towards the ground. And so it eventually just put a lot of tension on my, uh, on my arm. And the, this gun that I have, it's, it's not light. It's, I, I, I weighed it. It's, like, 10 pounds. It's a very heavy rifle. Uh, it's like fully full metal here. I I think I have a picture of it. I can send it to you really quick. I posted it on Reddit for Reddit Karma. What do you mean I can't make a mortgage payment with Reddit Karma? It was also very, very hot at the field that day. It was uh, like 80 degrees out. And I was running oh, around with like full camo and like a, like a helmet on and all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, I had a birthday party at uh i think it was tc paintball and um yeah that's that's where we went that's where we went tc paintball yeah i had a birthday party there one year and uh one of the people there like pocket dialed 911 while we Uh were playing oh no and like i think they like knew that it was a pocket dial but i think they like ended up they they must have like gotten the location like of the number so they Uh like I, I guess the the guy like managing the the place was like, "Hey, did one of you call nine one one?" And 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 the guy that called it was like, "Oh, the, yeah, I've been on the phone with them for a few minutes, apparently." Oh no! Yeah, I'm uh, just glad that they didn't like misinterpret it. Like, oh, I'm under f- taking fire. Right, that, or, 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 like, or, like, or like screaming like hat, hat, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that could have uh, turned out a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Anyway, play Airsoft if you haven't done it. It's pretty fun. So anyway, uh, next recommendation. So Game Builder Garage. So this was made by Nintendo. Uh, it was like a, it was a $30 game. And it basically, it's really cool if you're, if you've always been interested in like wanting to do game programming or wanted to try it. 
it's a great stepping stone to do it because they go like step by step on how programming all works and how it all connects up together. There's I think there's like seven there's like seven different stages that you go through of like building like these demo games and then you can build your own games and do whatever you want and then you can also share them online and you can download other people's games. It's pretty cool. Um it also That's awesome. As far as I know, it is the only Nintendo Switch game that supports the mouse. You can plug in a USB mouse and use it instead really? of using the controller to make selections and code and stuff like that. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. So it's like uh it's like Mario Maker but with like code. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 Mario Maker but with like simplified code and you can make whatever you want. It's not just constrained to Mario. That's so cool. I I love stuff that like gets young kids into stem but mm-hmm. it's awesome it's very cheap too it's it's not like the typical price of a switch game it's 30 bucks yeah 30 dollars. that's not bad mm-hmm. I, I was actually so good. excited for it like when i saw it you know people were like oh you know give us like breath of the wild too i was like dude this is actually really cool i, I was like i know how to program and stuff but I'm going to get this, this game I, will raise the next generation of engineers. It, honestly, and, and, it will coders. You, you love to see it. Let me see here. I actually, I actually recommended this game to, uh, to my, to my game design class from college. I sent him a message and said, Hey, you know, I understand that you guys, you know, use all these free programs and stuff, but you know, here's another solution that may be even easier. You know, you don't even have to teach. You could just force them to go through the, uh, um the tutorials and then you could tell them to make yeah, their, that's awesome. their own game at the end but uh, anyway next recommendation uh sonic mania is going to be uh, is going to be free on epic uh june 24th through july 1st so yeah if you don't own sonic mania already or you just want to own it again claim it on epic it'll be free next week which is a pretty good deal i'd say yeah sonic mania is fantastic plus is better if you can get the DLC for it. But I mean, base Sonic Mania is still really good. Yeah. Well, I mean, the DLC is only like, what, $5? And if you have the game for free, yeah, yeah you it, can just it, it, add $5. the DLC on. Uh, second to last recommendation, Quentin Reviews, Jared's Doppelganger, uh, put out a new video. It's one that's been months in the making. It's called I Binged iCarly. It's a project he's been working on for a long time now. It's basically a retrospective on the entirety of iCarly up to uh, this year's, I guess, continuation or reboot or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, Quentin Reviews is a great channel. Uh, in this video, I'm, I've watched about two hours of it. It's four hours and 45 minutes. So it is longer than the Snyder Cut, but <laughs> it's managed to hold my attention thus far. And... The final recommendation is the new J Laser Video video. The, the channel's name is J Laser Video, so it's kind of J Laser Video you know, video. J Laser Video video. Yeah, it sounds weird, but it is correct. Yeah, this guy he makes a lot of really cool stuff based on you know superheroes. Like he did a full metal Iron Man suit that deploys from a briefcase, like the one from Iron Man Two. He did. Um, a pair of uh air force ones into like he made it so you can like climb a tree with them like uh, he put like spikes in them or something i didn't watch that one but it does look really cool he has a video titled i built real hawkeye arrows bow and quiver 
And it's like, you know, the trick arrows that he uses with like rockets and stuff. Really cool. He made an Iron Man helmet with like the full like HUD display and it like it like expands over his head. Really cool stuff. But this week's video, he built a Captain America shield that like actually like bounces off of walls. The way that it works is it's like a fiberglass ring with a carbon fiber shield, you know, like inside of it with uh, a bit of like latex rubber uh, separating the two and basically like the fiberglass ring with the rubber like it basically makes it like a bouncy ball but in the form of like a frisbee and uh he's also i guess developing and patenting a new like toy kind of based on this it's basically a frisbee but it's like a small fiberglass rod bent into a circle with some like plastic over it to make it like a frisbee and it bounces incredibly well off of walls. So you can do all kinds of cool like trick shots with it. I really want one. Uh, I want them to start like selling them so I can buy one or I want to at least like make one myself. It's really cool. Check out the video link in description. It's real awesome. And uh, I think that's the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you like this one, check out some more episodes. Subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Turn on notifications for new episodes. Turn on automatic downloads for new episodes. Buy our merch. Our merch link will be in the description. If you want to help out the show, a great way to do that is to share the show or share our clips. Tweet them out. Get more eyes and ears on the show. Give us a review on Podchaser. That's like an IMDb site for podcasts that helps us out, I think. Uh, follow us on social media that's all linked down below if you're listening on youtube you can leave a comment with uh, any thoughts feelings or suggestions positive feedback only of course that's the rules or you can tweet at me i don't know how comfortable jake is with you tweeting at him so uh don't do it only tweet at <laughs> me okay i can take it you can go ahead sorta. you can go ahead and tweet at me uh but if it becomes too crazy uh no Okay, yeah, any any death threats or anything, direct them at me and I will uh, I will route it to the proper authorities. <laughs> Thanks for watching and good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. our official business hours. And uh, have a have a good have a good. Have a good. Have a good.